What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. And 230th episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend Wink. Wink, what's up? I tried to give us an extra 100 episodes there. We're uh, not quite there yet. Yeah, we're getting we're only there. We're only 30% of the way to 300. We, I need to slow down. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, man, I got my camera back. Uh, finally, the GoPro update allows it to actually work. So um, here I am not using my laptop webcam anymore, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, I we're not as uh, close up to your face this week as we've been previously. Yeah, we get a little more of the Slave One, the uh, Grogu, and uh, all the stuff behind you this way. Yeah, so. uh, yeah that's true. Heck, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so uh what's what's going on? Anything exciting? Uh as far as exciting goes for me, no. <laughs> I'm just unpacking boxes and uh moving around furniture still. Yeah. Well, that's I'm good. trying to get to the point where I can at least put one car in the garage. That's what we're hoping for. That's progress. <laughs> that's progress. Yeah. I wish I had taken a picture of the garage after we had moved everything into the back into the house from storage because we didn't move anything onto the bottom floor to put new flooring in. So the entire garage was just looked like a storage unit. But we're halfway through it. So there has been progress. Should have taken pictures because it, it when you walk in there right now, it's like, Jesus, like we've done nothing. But I know if I had an older picture to look at, I'd probably feel better about myself. Yeah, probably. <laughs> very nice yeah i uh i've actually got two th- just two things i think that i've I, I am actually even moderately excited about this week um one is my green bay packers no oh, well yeah i guess so ain't mad about it if i'm gonna if be honest that sort of thing um pre- pretty happy Excited to see them take down some Buccaneers this weekend. Pretty pumped about it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, but the other thing, uh, my dad actually had a little bit of improvement this uh, well past day or two. Um, got considerably worse this past weekend, which was kind of concerning. He was kind of maxed out on the ventilator and all that stuff, and they've they've got the oxygen input on that thing down a little bit, and he's. Um, kind of out of the coma currently. So he's making a little bit of progress. Uh, just hoping that he keeps making progress. So 
We'll see. Yeah. So he's still on ventilator and sounds like he will be for a while, but making progress. So that's a I, relief. Moving in the right direction, at least. So. Yeah. No kidding. I'm very happy to hear that for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah. And well, actually, I kind of totally forgot about this. Uh, the The Star Wars stuff. Right. This is like a maybe two week old story that I just was kind of thinking about I'm uh, before we started the podcast. I'm surprised we haven't talked about it yet. Right. Because it is kind of big news as far as Swugga goes. Well, especially considering I mean, this is a Star Wars video game podcast. Yes, I mean, well, that too. <laughs> um, if you don't know what we're talking about, they was announced about a week and a half, two weeks ago, that uh, Ubisoft will be making a new open world Star Wars game. Now, if you don't know Ubisoft, uh, if you've ever heard of Division 1, Division 2, both those games are Ubisoft. They make a bunch more other games that are actually pretty good. And I'm actually really excited for this, if they can make a Star Wars game uh, like Division. Not exactly like it, but as mechanically inclined as Division is, uh, I think that would be really awesome. Hopefully they've learned from the division's mistakes to make, you know, a Star Wars game even better. But yeah, sounds awesome. I'm, and I love open world games, so I'm all for it. I do too. I am not familiar with Division. I don't think I've ever played it, but uh, I mean, kind of what what I've heard about it sounds pretty legit. So I ain't mad. Well, let me. Let me division is the first one that comes to my mind. Let's see what else has Div- Division uh, made. Uh, it looks like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch okay. Dogs, uh, Rainbow Siege, nice. Prince of Persia, very nice. Far, Far Cry. So okay, they've got a lot of good games under their, Solid. their umbrella there. Solid. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, I would love to get some new Star Wars games. Um, the God, what was that? The Xbox game. Um, my Xbox and PlayStation game that came out last year. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? The Star Wars game, uh, Fallen Order. Is Fallen that Order. Was? Yeah, that dude. That game was really good. It wasn't the best game ever, but hell, it was super fun. Um, I yeah, was, that was that one was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. I would love to see more stuff like that where you kind of get to explore, you know, different ideas and you know different stories and stuff like that. Um, Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yoon Gaming brings up a good point in the chat. Uh, KOTOR, I could actually go play that, which I have not done. Um, I, They're actually pretty cheap on Steam these days. I've bought it so, already. Hey, hey I have it go. on my computer. I just, uh, you know, time commitment and all that sort of stuff. But Faux show. Well, why is this important for Swaga? Well, if you didn't know, they had a... EA had a 10-year exclusivity deal with Star Wars franchise, right? And it's only been like seven to eight years into that 10-year deal. And somehow Disney has found something in the contract, I guess, to break free of that because now they're they're handing out uh, Star Wars titles to other companies than EA. Um is that a bad thing for Swaga? I don't think so, but it does mean that yeah. if they were to stop making this game and give it 
the rights to somebody else. They're not bound by a contract to EA anymore. So it does, I would say this, Swaga has gotten away, is that the right way to say it? Swaga gets away a lot or has in the past from the fact that they're the only option out there. And you know how monopolies go. Yes. Right? So at the best, this can cause a more of a competitive market as far as mobile games go. 100%. At the worst, our game ends and there's nothing else. So I don't know. I don't see that happening, but I just thought it was interesting to know that EA is not the only Star Wars game company on the market anymore. Right. And, and I mean, that's a relief. I, I mean, personally, I'll, I like competition, big fan of it. So, I mean, more people trying to make great Star Wars games, I think, just leads to more great Star Wars games. You know, everybody having to one-up each other. So, I I, I really love the idea. Um, I'm, well, I'll am i be curious to see what happens. Well, it's the the part that excites me is the fact that with more companies being able to put more resources into these types of games, maybe we'll get more than four in eight years. Because as far as I know, off the top of my head, the only games we got were Battlefront 2, Fallen Order, Squadrons, and Galaxy of Heroes. And Squadrons only came out in 2020. So yeah. there were not a lot of games released by EA in their eight years of exclusivity. So I'm hoping that this expands the amount of game, Star Wars games we get because there will be more. They're able to give the games to big a bunch of big companies instead of just one to try to make more games over time. So we will see. But it is big news as far as Star Wars games go. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, do we have some big news as far as balls go? Um, well, I mean, <laughs> if, if you're a big fan of sports, you know, you can... Uh, well, we get to... Watch some really great football, you know, coming up. And then, you know, of course, the Super Bowl. And, um, you know, you might be going to the Super Bowl party. You might be, you know, taking a friend to one of those parties on date. Which brings us to a very important thing. Um, Happy New Year from our sponsor over, over at Manscaped. Oh, Manscaped. They're the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they are here to help your balls stay clean in the new year. Ring in the new year with the right tools for the job and join 2 million men who trust Manscaped for their below-the-waist grooming. And they have really amazing products like the lawnmower, the weed whacker. So I've been... Did you use yours? uh, Yeah, so I've... Dude, that thing's awesome. Man... I've been using the lawnmower for a couple years now. I've been a really big fan of that product, but only recently got introduced to the Weed Whacker, and I, it's super impressed. Uh, I mean, the the sultry female absolutely loves not having to pluck like long ears off my hair or long hairs off my ears <laughs> or long like, ears what? off my hair. Either way, um, it's it's just, it's a really great product for getting in some of those. You know, tight areas like your nose. I was waiting for your hard to reach spaces. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I'm scatterbrained. Um, Yeah, it's just, I I love it. I could not be happier with the uh, Weed Whacker. It's way better than like some cheap similar product I got off Amazon 
a few years ago. This one actually worked. Yeah. <laughs> like it, my, all, everyone I've ever used before did not work correctly. Yeah. It or just pulled spins around and does nothing. So, yeah, highly so, recommended. That's been great with the amount of... We've been switching from almost dry most of this year to wet and rainy the past few weeks. And my allergies have gone crazy. I'll tell you, what, using that weed whacker helped to clear that up a lot better than I was having because I was oh yeah I kept getting I kept getting like drainage in the back of my throat thinking I was sick and I haven't felt sick since I uh started or turned all that hair and kept it from escaping down the back of my that's probably too much information anyways the weed whacker is great (laughs) anyways it is if you go if you go to manscaped.com you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code S-O-P. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. If you use the code S-O-P, new year, new balls, new you. All right. Hey, guys. What did you do in Swoga this week? Oh, man. Um, What a... Week in Swaga. You got one of these. I got one of these you're going to talk about that I can bring up on stream, actually. Oh. The one you sent me, at least. Uh, Did I send you one? It is a square, offense square. Oh, oh, yeah. That bad boy. Um, So that thing was originally 15 speed, um, and it... Uh, I think I took it up twice and because it was already green, uh, hit potency. And then the next two times it hit uh, five, five speed and then six speed. So it's plus 26 speed on an offense set. And that is all my Supreme Lair Kylo Ren. Yes, I run an off- offense set on my Supreme Lair Kylo Ren, which we will be talking about why here shortly. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of a tease to one of the topics tonight, but... Um, I've had a, I had one other mod, uh, hit decent and, um, nothing too crazy, but, um, pretty happy with, uh, pretty happy with some of my mod hits lately. Um, no complaints. So that was nice. But the, uh, the big thing is I am working on the best scar armor Mandalorian and I am at 87 out of a hundred on IG 11, 92 out of a hundred on Quill. So Almost there. By the time we do this podcast next week, I will have a relic Beskar Mando because I do have all of the gear ready. I am 100% ready to go on him. Awesome. So, yeah. Very nice. Dude, that's awesome. I'm a little bit further behind you, but not too far. You are. Not too far, but yeah. I've been farming them pretty heavy, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about getting that cap. Um... I took another character to Relic 7. All right. If you are listening what? to the podcast, take a guess. Just take a guess. Relic 7? Because you're not going to guess it. Okay. I took Daka to oh, Relic okay. 7. Daka. Getting that yeah. extra health and... Uh... Stacking up that health, crit avoidance, and defense. Um, Just make her that much more... Uh harder to kill yeah that that's the idea so that's gonna help Smirt. with the secrets and shadows assault battle 
and it's going to help with my main team for the raid. So I'm trying to, you know, beef up the survivability there so she can stay alive just a little bit longer, survive a little bit better. I run a crit avoidance arrow on her, which I do find to be very helpful, um, even in the raid, extremely helpful. Um, so I remodded her a little bit, made her a little bit faster. Man, I had a nasty run earlier, and oh, my Daka was so close to sur if she would have survived one more hit, I think I probably would have got maybe thirty five percent in um it was phase Not two too shabby uh but she died, and then because she was her her heel would have been up next and because she couldn't heal, you know, it kind of kind of killed me. But if I could have got that healing, man, it was oh, just so close. So close. But anyway, um, I sucked at Grand Arena this week. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> Dude, um, I have I have some feelings about 3v3. Yeah. And teams that should be easily beatable that just... Yeah whooped my ass it's weird how that works, about it? seven or eight times we'll we'll get back to this in a second um <laughs> it'd be fun it to talk about some good. of those gac teams that we found rather frustrating say the least but um i still have not lost however i did not clear this guy i ended up with an issue on his ray i set my so i generally use bastila with um Jedi Master Luke to take down Ray, and I didn't have Basilix as her on defense, and I just butchered it and uh, was then able to take down his Ray, but he didn't attack at all. Now, he set a heavy <laughs> defense. I mean, it was heavy. Jedi uh, and Skywalker, Malak, two Galactic Legends, Padme, uh, General Grievous. Um, a pretty nasty um, Dooku and Django team. So, I mean, he said a lot of good teams, but uh, if he'd gone after you, didn't even attack. He wouldn't. Uh, I would say he wouldn't have known what to do. Yeah, like all his teams would have been gone. Yeah, I was kind of curious what he was going to attack with. So he might be one of those people. He's like, well, eh, if they clear a couple territories, won't bother. So who knows? It but. Yeah, it sounds like he's trying to keep you from attacking or getting through the front so that he with his leftovers can just take out one do the least amount possible to win each round that's what it sounds like or yeah. just not attack at all and make it hard for you right i had that same thing which is what i was talking about earlier and it uh massively backfired for me oh yeah <laughs> nice well why don't you go ahead and tell us about those snazzy mods you got, man? All right. Uh, since we're still on GAC, I'll okay. go into my week, but I'll start with the GAC. Jedi Knight Revan, Bastila Jolie. That was the team. Okay. I could not kill it. Like, as try as I may, I could not kill this team. Oof. It was the most frustrating GAC round I've ever had. Like, I used I used uh, Slicker on a on a Padme team because I hate Padme so much. Understandable. Um, 
So I didn't have her for that team, but I didn't think I would need her for that team because it's JKR, and usually you just (laughs) roll through JKR. But that team took out Gas, took out Palpatine and Vader, took out uh, General Grievous, took out my Sith uh, Sith Triumvirate, took out Sith Empire. It literally took out everything. That That is no bueno, sir. I, I don't know if I was just tired because I did it right when I woke up. I don't know what happened, but it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, I, I would say so. Sounds like it. Hey. Dragora Camp. Welcome, Dragora Camp and his friends. Heck Thanks for coming yeah. over. Appreciate you guys. Welcome to the show. All right, so I've got some visuals. On some, I told you guys last week on the podcast, I had a lot of mods that I've stacked up over the last three or four weeks while moving. Yeah. And I com- compiled a good chunk of the ones that I thought were decent enough to show off. Okay. So I got some pictures here for you. Um, let's see here. All right. So here's the first one it's a 13 speed. Which wasn't too bad. Not great, but better than a lot of them. But this is where we start getting into stuff that I'm planning on upgrading tonight on the stream. Right after I show you these mods, I've got two of them in here that I'm going to upgrade as well as... You're going to have to share that with me so I can see it. All right. I will get that going here in a second. Once we get to that part, I'll just throw it up on Discord for you. Um, I really like this mod. I love all the stats on it. You've got uh, health percentage, offense percentage, which is hit three times. Health is hit once. Speed is hit once to go up to 10. And then the other one that hasn't hit is flat offense. So don't want it to hit that, but if it does, still not terrible. So not bad. really like this mod. I'm going to upgrade that one okay. on the stream. I got an offense square here with 15 speed on three hits, which is another candidate to upgrade because of the one. fact that it's got such high speed with only three hits, yep. along with some crit chance, uh, offense and defense, all stats that I'm okay with. Uh, I got potency circle here with 17 speed on three hits. Another one that that's a really good baller. option. <laughs> so I really like this mod. Uh this is the other one I'm going to upgrade tonight. It is so this image isn't true. I did upgrade it. Um, I did upgrade it earlier to a gold mod, and it didn't hit any of the. It didn't hit any of the speed. It hit crit chance once to go up to three point three percent, and defense once to go up to fourteen. So, didn't hit speed again on the next two, but. I still like this mod. Um, You've got a diamond here with 19 speed on four hits. Health hit once. Got health and potency as the other two secondaries. That's Uh, good. I like that one. And that's for later. So those are the mods. Those are some of the good mods that I got this week. I'm pretty pretty happy with those. Hell yeah. I like it. Let me share. Okay. This with you real quick so that you can see what I'm doing here. Alrighty. Can you mute your Discord? Uh probably. Yeah, I'm getting double you. 
W. Hey, that don't sound so bad. All right, there you go. We're good now. The W stands for wink. <laughs> Very nice. All right, so uh, I'm going to start with a mod I haven't shown you, but I actually was thinking that I want to upgrade. It's actually on Slicker right now, and it's his arrow. Uh, that's not Slicker. Here's Slicker. So here's the arrow. It is a offense mod with 16 oh, speed. Holy uh, hell, you have a lot protection. of slicing material. Good lord, man. I told you, man. I'm going to save some. We'll do some more next week. Jeez. But, uh, I like let's, it. Let's, let's go ahead and see what happens All right, here. Let's right? do it. So for everyone that's listening to the podcast, I've got a mod pulled up that I'm going to slice. It is a offense arrow. Uh, the secondaries are two hits of protection, 5.28%. One hit of, or no hits on defense, nine. Uh, two hits on protection, flat protection, 1089. And three hits on speed for 16. So here we go. All right, so we hit protection again for another mm. almost 2%. Not too bad. Let's go again. Hit defense. Defense is that nice. Streamer luck isn't... Uh, not, not what we're wanting. Not, not working for me right now. And then hit protection. A <laughs> little bit of everything there. Oh, come on. Give us a speed hit. Come on. Can I get one? One speed come hit? Come on, man. Defense. Everything got hit three well, times. Well, that was... Well, a galactic disappointment. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not what I was expecting. Right. That's that's still a good mod, though. I mean, yeah, I'm happy with it. Uh, let's see, what were the the other one that I wanted was a I just closed notes. Gosh dang it! Let's bring it back up. All right, there we go. It is a circle. Okay. And I think it is it's a 10 speed. That's not it. What the hell? All right, this is it. All right, once again, I'll do this for the uh, good mod turned into a meh mod. You are absolutely right on that one. Um, we're going for this mod here because I like the, all the secondary stats. Oh, yeah. For listening on oh, the podcast, yeah. I'll explain it to you. I've got... One hit on health, so it's the health's at 1.94%. I've got three hits on offense for 1.26%. I've got no hits on slats offense for 43 And then I've got one hit on speed, bringing it to 10 So we're going to see right. what we can do here. Bring it on. All right. And speed set, so we would like to see some speed hits, preferably. Yes, sir. All right. All right. We hit health for the first one. Another 1.2%. Hey! Oh, there's a speed. Plus five. All We're up in. to 16. All right. Ooh. An offense hit for 0.87. Like Could have been higher. And one more time. Here we go. And well, a flat offense sucks. hit. Yeah. Not, That's not a good terrible. Mod, I like it yeah. better than the last mod. shabby, man. So... I'm going to have to throw that on someone after the podcast here. And then the last one was a square. Yeah, there was uh, a square you were talking about. Where is it? 16 Ooh. speed. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. 
All right, so for the podcast, once again, for those that can't see it, because I know everybody here in chat can see it, it is a speed square with one hit of defense at 14, 1.79% tenacity, three hits of speed at 16, and one hit of crit chance at 3.3%. All right, so we're going to take it up to tier E, and then we'll get going here. All righty. Come on. Bring it on. There we go. A six. There's a speed plus wow. six. Holy smokes. We're 23. There we, go. we got a 23. That is fantastic. Let's go again. Okay. We that's defense all right. for all right. 10. Let's give us that speed. Give, oh, us, nice give us that speed. Right. Come on. One more speed. One more. Oh. And a crit chance. This These have really been spreading out that, what it's that's been bringing good up though man 23 speed on a square 23 speed Oof. yeah that is baller man i love it i'm down for that mod so yeah hell yeah i like it all right so yeah i've been <laughs> as you can tell i've been working on mods a little bit i haven't i wasn't bringing them up into with the new mod slicing material because I want to do that on stream so everyone can see it. But I have enough to do a few more next week, so I'll find some more mods that I want to bring up. Uh, Hell yeah! Next week sounds good. But let's see, what else have I been doing? Uh, IG Eleven. Oh, Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. Ooh, if you haven't that, seen that mod yet. you've had up that's on Slicker looked pretty nice too. Wait, wait, which that one? square. I'll bring it back so up 20 for everybody. Speed square. I guess. Um, this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is a good one. You're you're getting quite the like collection. Two hits of defense. Show us what protection. other mods you have on your slicker. I'm curious. All right, I got okay. an 18 speed here. Uh, this one. 16 is on three 16. hits too. Not too shabby. Yeah, it's not too shabby. 18 on this one. Very nice. And I don't have a great offense yeah. uh, plus, but not bad. We got on it. Not bad. For good months. Happy with them. All right. So the uh, Genite Luke right here. This is the okay. big one I've been working on all week. I am yeah, so are. freaking close to gear 13. I need, let's see here. What is that? Twenty or thirty-three, thirty-two mods, thirty-two mods. shock rods, thirty-two Kairos, and then I'll have. A, Would you a, like my weekly update on so. how many of those I have? <laughs> yes, please uh, tell me. Let me go find it. I think I'm over eight hundred now. Jeez. Um, yeah, I'm at dude. eight. I'm at, and you still haven't given me. I'm at eight oh two on those, and I'm at five ninety three on the other Kairos. Damn. I am hoarding. <laughs> that's a I, lot. I'm basically of, uh, on the corner. Yeah, that's, I'm that's hoarding pretty so heavy. Are you farming them straight I, up? I farm so many prods with the extra energy after I farm my shards. But I mean, I'm not necessarily going after them. I'm just not spending them. Like I, I mean, there's nothing I'm really working right, on. Right. So you're 
Ringer says, with good Imperial Troopers, you can have them on Saturday from the ABO. Well, my, my Imperial Troopers are not doing it on Saturday. Mm. My Imperial Troopers are sad and lonely. Well. Um, let's see here. Uh, what else? Oh, upgrade update on my Beskar Mando farm. IG-11, 16 out of 100. Quill, 37 out of 100. I, like I don't understand how Quill continues to stay literally 20 shards ahead of IG-11 yeah. at all well, times. Well, uh, mine, mine had a 15-shard <laughs> disparity at one point, and they've it's closed the gap down to five now. So, mm, Gotcha. That's uh, I wish my IG-11 yeah. would do that. <laughs> Except that that would mean Quill would have slowed yeah. down. So, you know, I'd like Quill to stay the same and IG-11 to just 100% for the next right. few days. That'd be but nice. you're still farming Quill, so it would be <laughs> nice to... Maybe, yeah, you yeah. know, it would be nice if we just get a 100% on all of them. But, you know, the math. I'm ready for that. I, I'm, I, I, I know a lot of people aren't high on Beskar Mando, really? but... I also feel like, uh, yep. Every time I said, "Just wait till you get them," people don't seem to be that oh, excited about him. Okay. So I don't feel like there's. I've seen anything really about him that maybe that is because he's not uh, wowing people. But I also think that not a ton of people have him, and not a ton of people are yeah. playing with him yet. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to. Have him. So, but maybe yeah. it's just maybe I don't know. But that's 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 been my week and uh, ended with a nice uh, twenty three speed uh, mod right there. I like. Well, it. Um, th- this this leaves me with one question that I absolutely have to ask. Bring it on. Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day, the time where we all pop our tops off and relax. All right, I, my friends. I'm having a very delicious Kraken mix. <laughs> Looks like you had a <laughs> had very a very delicious uh, <laughs> Kraken rum mixed with a little bit of eggnog and oh, God, so good! It is my drink of choice. I am, yeah, I am, I am pretty excited about it. It's so good. I, I think I've mentioned that. I love Kraken, but I hate Kraken the next morning. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Kraken is one of my favorite rums, but it is literally the one that constantly gives me a hangover. I don't know what it is it's, about it's Kraken. the Kraken. Or maybe it's just it's so good I drink more of it than any yeah. other rum. <laughs> nice. I don't Might be that one. I'm just saying. So, I don't know. But I'm over here drinking a... Firestone Walker 805. This is one of my favorite beers. It's uh, if I'm just gonna go for something that's not super expensive, but also not Coors Light or Bud Light, I go for the 805 because 805 is freaking delicious. very nice. So if you've never had Firestone Walker 805, give it a try. Uh, another thing I love about it is it's uh, brewed about two hours from where my wife was in from the small city in California where my oh, wife very was nice. born. So it's nice to have beer that's for sale constantly in Phoenix that comes from a, a place that I love. So very nice. Yeah. Um no doubt. Cool. Well 
Uh, I think uh, this is going to be an interesting conver conversation to say, <laughs> to say the least. Um, <laughs> um, hey, boys, do you have any tips for us? Less experienced players. So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> the big tip of the week is to not believe everything you see on the internet. No matter who is no matter talking who. about it. Yes. Let me just say that as well. because Even if it's me, I don't believe you everything what. that comes out of my own mouth, just to be clear. So... Right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, I've got a picture pulled up here from Reddit. It is more of a uh, show you exactly why this is a fake uh, picture. Um, but let me just throw this out there. So I got a t- I got a DM earlier today from someone asking me if I thought that this was actually happening. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I went and I found this picture on Reddit because the guy had linked me uh, to... Arnold T 101's video about this leaked picture. And so I went to Reddit to try to find this picture. Like, where did he find this picture? I found it on Reddit and I looked at it and I almost immediately could tell it was fake. And there's one simple reason. If you're looking on the screen okay. right now, or if you're looking at the picture, Wink, do you have the picture? Um, I can send you yeah, the send me the link. All right, let me send you the link so you can look at what okay. I'm talking about here. Um, if you look, can you see my mouse on the screen? There you go. So if you look on this side of the screen down here by the fingers, the picture is kind of far away from the edge of the screen. If you look on the other side here, the picture is cut off at the top. So you don't even see the top of the phone. But as you follow this image right along the edge here, over to here, it's almost, you can almost not even see the side of the phone anymore. Which means if it kept going and this wasn't clipped, this image would be off of the edge of the phone. Like, there is no chance that this picture that's being shown on the phone is actually part of the phone screen. Mm. Like, I looked... These are just... So I have a degree in graphic design, which makes it easier for me to spot things like this. But I looked at this immediately and I was like, nope, that ain't real. But it's a cool idea, but it's not real. And so... Yeah, there was it was leaked early on Reddit. Seemed to show General Kenobi. You can see him right there as the leader of that arena team, uh, leading a group of Jedi to the number two spot in a what appears to be a dev account because the name is CG Dev Account Two, which is hilarious to me because I always like we always like to make fun of McMull uh, because he has the <laughs> random number at the end of his name. Why they chose CG Dev Account 2 is beyond me, but I find it hilarious. Um, I guess they think that makes it more legit. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, this picture has been debunked. It, it's not real. It's not. Uh, and even to that point, besides the fact, at least to me, that it was an obvious fake, the graphic designer that made it, has gone on to Reddit and claimed the picture that he made it, said he made it for him and a couple of his friends as a joke yeah. because they asked him to. And then I guess his friends got really pissed off 
that he got pissed off that someone in their guild had leaked this to Reddit, and then it became a thing. Uh, let's see. I saw Cubs fan Han, Arnold T101, and a few others make videos on this leak, like straight up being like, hey, we think Jed, um, General Kenobi is coming. Well, he might still be. But this picture doesn't confirm anything. It is, uh, if you can see there on the screen, there you've got a picture of the General Anakin, uh, not doll, but uh, action figure. That is the picture used in the uh, picture that was made. Um, the orientation of the phone. You see those little red lines that are on there. If the phone was uh, tilted the way it is, and the image was correct to the way the phone's tilted that arena and profile and stats page would line up with that red arrow. And it obviously does not. So your, yeah, your red arrow, the, the red lines don't look the same. They don't look like they're the same pitch as the phone. Right. But look how the, so look at how the arena team and the stats line up with the red arrows. Uh-huh. If they matched the phone, they wouldn't line up with the red arrows or the red lines. They would cross those two red, those two boxes of red. Hmm. So, like the top of the arena team would go off to the right of the box, and the bottom would be a little off the left of the side oh. of the box. It's... I, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> Mythos. I gotcha. The phone has yeah. the high ground. Yes, the phone has the high so, ground, and it is. Uh, so I just wanted to get that out there for everybody that has looked at this image and maybe thought it could be true. It's Let not. Let me throw this out there. Uh, but it would be cool. Let me throw this out there. If what do you got? What do you got? If something like this were leaked, and I were Capital Games, what I would do is I would make a new random Reddit account. I would then go onto Reddit, mm-hmm. say I made the fake, and that I am doing this to say anonymous, and debunk mm-hmm. the entire thing. That's what I would do. I'm just saying. That is what happened, actually. I, I so that, that's my point. Whether that's the my entire point, Im- actual, whether the actual image is real or mm. not. The image on the phone is not real. Hmm. So if the image is real, it could be. But the the the, the <laughs> image pasted onto that phone is definitely not yeah. real. So maybe they... That would be a very elaborate leak. They're like, all right, we're going to leak this picture, but we're also going to make it look fake. That that would be <laughs> something. Um I, I mean, say that if they jokingly, did do that, I would be very impressed. <laughs> and that would be kind of cool, actually. I say that jokingly, but, um, well, let's just, let's go ahead and get into the next topic. Because it's kind of a segue. Back on topic, we're talking about Roadhead. Or Roadhead, sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. <laughs> oh, yes. Um... The road ahead. What do we got? What what's what's the road ahead has not been paved. It is not. But we're gonna try to see if we can see, see we down can the dust of the dirt road. All right. Uh <laughs> we're gonna talk about the future of Galactic Legends. This actually brought up a good topic idea 
And, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's actually kind of important that we talk about this. And let me just start out by saying, while this was a leak, I'm pretty convinced that Galactic <laughs> Legend Kenobi's coming. Like, he's going to be the While this was Galactic a leak or Legend. while this was a fake? The... You that said it while was, this was a leak, well, did you mean? Yeah, the the leak. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Okay, gotcha. I, I I do. I like. I that's been my prediction for a long time. Was that Kenobi and Vader would be the next Galactic Legends, and mm-hmm. nothing has changed my mind about that. If anything, this is only not confirmed. It. I really think having. I'm going to be honest with you. I completely separate of that picture. I still always think that they know what their, their fans want and fans want a new Kenobi and they want Lord Vader. Those two fit together perfectly. They are the complete and utter focus of the end of episode three, uh, that they are complete galactic legends in my mind. Um, so it would make sense that they still, come you know the the everybody wants it they're great characters there's only one kenobi in the game well okay there's only one clone wars era kenobi in the game you got old ben and then you've got general kenobi from the tank raid but there's how many hans how many luke's how many you know chewbacca's and we've only got two of one of the main characters of the clone wars era so i would not be surprised to see that not to mention we have what uh two anakins uh we've got the regular darth vader who's been there since the beginning uh adding a fourth one is not completely out of the question not to mention having the lord vader which is obviously anakin after he's turned and you know executing order 66 or 66 child child Uh, slayer anakin csa yeah (laughs) if we do get him that's what i hope you call him forever but, yeah, it it will be. Uh, I do believe that you are correct, regardless of this fake leak or anything that's happened today. I still think that that is going to happen, whether that's the next set of Galactic Legends or the one after that, or even after that. I do believe it will happen. Yep. I just don't know the time frame. Obviously. I, I think we're getting close the- to time. So, when is the Kenobi show supposed to start? <laughs> Two years. Oh, is it? Not not this year. Probably next year. Mm, that's disappointing. Um, it so is. I, I cannot wait for that I, show. I I mean I I expect us to be getting another set of Galactic Legends by probably March, maybe April, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, maybe see something like that in the next. Uh, oh, in the. Uh, what what's the three month report thing? The galaxy report road or ahead. whatever it is, or the road ahead state of the galaxy. Galaxy is what I was trying to think of. Yeah, so you know, I certainly think that's an option going forward. But oh, we thought it'd be fun to talk about a few different galactic legend options that we could possibly have in the future. This was a a tough one to come up with characters for because you got to think who's big enough. That's not in the what version of that character even is not in the game yep. yet that should be. 
And I came up with one other than Kenobi, Lord Vader, that I think is an option. Now, the two characters themselves don't don't really relate to each other, but they are the same time frame. Okay. And uh, that would be Darth Maul and Mace Windu. I like it. I like it. However, as much as I like Maul, I think there's a better option for the dark side pairing with Mace Windu. You know, you just said that, and I knew what you had typed later on in this, and it makes perfect sense. So throw Maul down to the part where he doesn't have a (laughs) counterpart, and let's move this one up with uh, Mace Windu. Mace Windu and Senator Palpatine. It would be perfect. I mean, like, it would be... I I mean, are are there... The question there's not two the better is, characters that would fit together. I mean, aside from Kenobi and Vader, I mean, it is the perfect setup. I mean, it just yeah, it'd be awesome. The question becomes is he a light side that has synergy with dark side? I think it could be <laughs> I think you could have some really cool options. Like a Cinder Palpatine could be um or would he be Senator or Chancellor? Good point, Joker. I'm not sure. Probably would be Chancellor. Yeah, Chancellor Palpatine. Probably. Either way. Ooh, big deal. Um, we'll get back to that big deal. So you could have a galactic legend that is like Watt or C-3PO who just manipulates... Or Mon Mothma. Or Mon Mothma that just kind of leads and does passive abilities... That manipulate everybody else. And then he could have some pretty nasty anti-light side synergy. Like maybe he uh, he reduces the stats. Like maybe he automatically gives negative, you know, 50% mastery to all light side enemies. You know, you could come up with some really cool ideas that would fit in perfectly with this, with the character in the movies. And be a really great kit. Um, I think that would I got be some, awesome. I got some ideas that are just rolling through my head right now. What if he was a character that summoned like Mon Mothma and he summoned a royal guard? That'd be kind of cool. I'd be down with that. But if you had royal guard in a team with him, he summoned a second character. Yeah. I don't know what the second character would be, just kind of like an Well, you could have two not, royal Now you're guards. not pulling. Well, you could, but wouldn't it be cool to be like, hey, you're going to get a royal guard if you don't put a royal guard in the team. But if yeah. you put the royal guard in the team, now you've got this upgraded version of the summoned character yeah. that's even better. I, I don't know who that would be, whether it would be the... Uh, no, he wasn't around the uh, IG-100. So I don't know who the second one would be, but I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, TIE Fire Expresso brings up a good point. He could uh, kind of be neutral, not dark side or light side, because hmm, you no. don't really know. Um, but he is kind of I'd working behind neutral the Neutral or both. Yeah. <laughs> first character that's neutral, the first character that's both. That would be interesting. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, I would love to see something like that. I would mainly just want kind of like a passive character because we have, um, you know, all these characters like Watt, uh, Hermit Yoda, and, you know, he could even not even have a leader ability. 
Um, he could be a character that just gives out like some really, really nasty buffs, kind of the same way, you know, mi a mix of Watt Hermit Yoda and C3PO or something like that. Give him a new debuff. And how about this? Okay. How about he does the opposite of Watt and has three debuffs Ooh. that you can add to the other team? Ooh, that's good. I like it. Debuffs that don't go away. Like every time they take <laughs> a turn, they lose 10% health or something like that. Dude, that would be let's awesome. Let's just, just say like 5% health stacking after every turn. That would be awesome. Until they're just one yes. shot. Yes. Hell yeah. That would be, that'd be freaking sweet. And then, like and it. then you could. I mean, I'm not sure what you do on Mace Windu. I'm really excited about this Palpatine idea, though. <laughs> right? Uh, you know what? With Mace Windu, I don't know what you do. All I know is that anything you do do, do do, would be better than the current Mace Windu. That's 100 percent true. Yes. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. So uh, they've reworked the the current Mace Windu three times and he still sucks well, so it's time to it's time to wipe that slate clean I, and bring one of the strongest jedis to a strong character. i will say this though I, I do feel like they nailed mace windu for what he does you know like in the movie he does the same thing in the game he dies and that's it <laughs> he's really good at dying <laughs> like that's his specialty yeah but uh so, yeah, so um all right, what's the uh what's the next set of um ideas? So well the next set isn't really a set because I don't know who you would put on the other side, but uh Job of the Hut is one that I think if they if uh, see I've always thought this and I've said it on the podcast many times I don't think we've ever really discussed the merits of the idea, but I do think just this idea alone, if it happened, wouldn't have to make him a galactic legend. So he'd have to be that good to cover what I'm about to say. But I think Jabba the Hutt should take two character slots. I agree. Well, because he should have... Um, Salacious Crumb on Salacious his back. Salacious Crumb So it's basically two characters. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think that would be really awesome to have a job of the hut was be the first character that takes up two slots um you'd have to make him strong so that he could you know cover those two spots and actually not deter the team but job of that's a pretty big character from the original trilogy um and from you know the books the legends now but i really want job in the game and i feel like if they were to use him as a two-person character he would have to be a galactic legend now whether yeah. or not he becomes one is another thing, but if what I see him as, he would have to be. Now, on the other side of that, who would you do? You know, Bausch? Have to be someone light side. Um, do you know who Bausch is? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and she would be a great option. I wouldn't object, no. but I, I'm not... I mean, do you think that's Galactic Legend worthy? I mean, we don't have a Galactic Legend Leia, so I mean, right. you, you know, that is that is actually not a terrible option. Um, we could finally get um, 
Slave Leia. Because you're not. First off, let me just say that that would be just, the that would be the. That's perfect. what I was about to say. <laughs> first off, we're never getting Slave Leia, so that's, Bausch that would does, be the better yeah, option. That there. does that seems unlikely at this point. That's fair. <laughs> um. I, right as I was trying to interrupt you, you said it. Uh, I knew that was coming. Um, I mean, aside from her, I don't really know who you would. You know who would be the opposite of Jabba, um, other than maybe, other than maybe Han. Um, I don't know if they would but do. See, a, I'd rather have another Leia than another Han. I agree because they're already good Hans. Like the good Leia. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a good Leia in the game? How many Leias are in the game? That's the question. Two or three? I know that there's the Rolo. There's regular Leia. And is there any other Leia's? I don't think so. Yeah. So. Isn't that weird that such a prominent character, we don't really have a version that's worth a crap? And I'm sorry, I do not want uh, Space Wizard Leia. No, no, no. (laughs) Hell no. Um, I want like an actual good Leia. Give me freaking Princess Leia, who is a badass and... That would be great. Um, Can we get the character with a lightsaber lightsaber from the last episode of Mando? Can we get that version? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I really wish? And I saw this mentioned earlier. Um, where was it? Big Deal said it. Um, let me see if I can find what he said. Oh, he said Hondo as an option with Java. Oh, that yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Hondo is, you know, for people like Wink who don't know who Hondo is, and I would venture to say over 50% of people that play this game probably are not Clone Wars or Rebels Watchers. That's just random speculation. The only reason I don't think Hondo would ever be a Galactic Legend is because the people that don't know who he is are not going to care as much. Yeah. Except if he's good, you know. Right. But yeah, I don't. I I do like the idea of Hondo because I really like Hondo. But I got off track there. What was I gonna say? Um, I got off track. I don't remember what I was gonna say. I was looking at these rebels in the game, and I had a thought, but I've lost it. Um. Yeah, so I don't I don't know what other characters could be considered Galactic Legends, and I, yeah, you can go through all of Star Wars now, at least all of the movies and TV shows that have been out, and I don't see another one, another pairing that you would call Galactic Legends. So I guess we'll find out. We might end up seeing if they don't stop doing Galactic Legends altogether, we might see Galactic Legends start moving into an area where they're not as legend as the other ones we have, right. but they are main characters. And I think so. we'll start seeing more legendaries and things like that just to kind of keep the Galactic Legend thing, you know, kind of hard to get. And I do also think. Um, uh, where was I going? I totally lost my thought. What were we talking about? Bueller. Uh, 
Galactic Legends not being as legendary oh, as the right. first few. They have a great rock, paper, scissor, lizard, Spock thing going on right now with the four Galactic <laughs> Legends. And I think they kind of want to keep that. So the introduction of any two new ones would kind of probably have to fit in, you know, with that. So, um, yeah. I think we'll, like I said, I think we'll see Kenobi and Vader at some point. Some of the other ones, I'm not sure that they would be Galactic Legends, but I could see them being legendaries or something along those lines. Uh, but- yeah, see, that's my problem with Galactic Legends is you, if you, pardon my uh, metaphor here, if you blow your load at the beginning, you got nothing left for the rest of the time. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have never seen this in my life. Half of you is frozen and the other half is not. That's <laughs> this weird. Is, that is super weird. That is weird. I think it's... It's a Zoom thing. So let me That is bizarre. make this window small and bring it back up and see if it fixes it. No, I don't think it is. I think it's actually my camera. Why... Interesting. All right. Uh, That's it. That is interesting. Okay. Well, we're having tech difficulties. Um, Here, let's... Turn off your video and turn it back on, and we should be good. Let's see. That's what I was... That's what I forgot when I was talking about looking at Rebels. The the Fulcrum Ahsoka that's in the game is okay. Not great. We're getting a new Ahsoka TV show. Oh, yeah. Uh... Ahsoka, in and of herself, from what we already have, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka would be another one that's another, kind of like Hondo. Like, for example, my parents watched all the movies, have no idea who Ahsoka is. I had to explain almost all of the episodes of Mando Season 2 to them, because if you didn't watch Rebels or you didn't watch Clone Wars, you didn't know what the hell was happening. So, Ahsoka... Massive important character in Star Wars history. A lot of people don't know who she is. So I agree. She should, She's a galactic legend in my mind. I just don't see how... Well, I feel like a lot of people that play Swagga probably know who Ahsoka is more than Hondo. And I don't know how that makes sense. But hmm. I don't know. I know who Ahsoka is and I still have no idea what a Hondo is. <laughs> that's That's my point. Like... Exactly. Yeah. So, why why did it switch to your uh, close up camera? Uh, because my GoPro is frozen for some reason. No. Okay. Gotcha. GoPros great. Great for recording video. Maybe not the best webcams. (laughs) It happens. All right. So, um, yeah. I don't. I just. Who did he? I'm looking at the chat. Who was the one that mentioned Ahsoka? Um. Dark Saber Maul and veteran Ahsoka gets my vote. Yeah, so if we pulled Maul off of Paramus with Mace Windu to give him Senator Palpatine, we could throw in that new Maul with Ahsoka, and I'd be totally fine with that. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. Um all right. Well, why don't you tell us about this next thing? I would freaking love to. Can you give me the sounder? Oh, I forgot this. 
There we go. There it is. Everybody wants to hear it. You knew it should be there. Here it is. I want to tell you, you know what that music means. Blue Microphones, our sponsor, our sponsor for pretty much almost the entirety of this show. They are amazing. They make amazing products. If you have never checked out Blue Microphones, you absolutely need to. They will cover all of your sound needs. Uh, Headphones, microphones, boom arms, uh, XLR cables, everything that you would need to have good sound. Uh, I'm running a Spark here. Wink, you can see on his screen there, has a Spark. It is an amazing microphone. I was actually, when I was moving boxes as we moved into my house, I was looking through. Uh, I still have my box for my Spark. And I took it out, and I'm like, Joey, you got to see this. I don't know if I ever showed you this. Blue Microphone takes such... Uh, loving care of their products that even the boxes they come in are amazing. Uh, my Spark came in a, I don't know if you remember this, right? Wooden box with full on uh, padding inside to store your microphone on. Just a very awesome representation just from the moment you buy the microphone. And then when you use it as long as us, you see how great the product is. So I'm just saying if you have any microphone needs, Please go check Hell out yeah. the microphones. They are amazing. They have awesome stuff. Uh, we could not recommend them more. We've been using them forever. I've used a lot of different mics. I started out using the Yeti. I uh, The Yeti Nano is amazing. They came out with the Yeti X. Awesome. Snowball, a little cheaper than the Yeti Nano. Still an amazing microphone. And then you got the high-end microphones like the Spark. They have so many to choose from. It's just great stuff. So if you want to check their stuff out, you can uh, go look up Blue Microphones. If you want to support our show while you buy, you can go to http colon forward slash forward slash crew dot com slash SOPod and tell them we sent you and uh, hook it up. So thank oh, you yeah. to them. Thank you to you guys. And uh, if you do check it out, I hope you enjoy it. I like it. Sounds good, but... All right, so the next section is a whole lot of me nodding and a whole lot of wink talking. So let's let's do it. Like, what are you even doing? Yeah. Do, you, do you even mod? Like, <laughs> Hashtag, do you even mod, bro? <laughs> oh my God, mind blown. Oh yeah, mod discussion. So... Uh, last week we talked about modding yeah. Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, and this is kind of a jump off topic from that, um, you know, because I was kind of talking about how uh, crit damage is the way to go on Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, um, and we had some discussions about it in the Discord and stuff, so there are a lot of things that factor into this, um, and I am I am going to be talking primarily from uh like a crit damage primary with either a crit damage set or an offense set and deciding which one to go with there are there's a lot of factors that go into this um a lot of things to consider and i will tell you some things to consider and then some things to not consider first I need to explain exactly what is going on here when you <laughs> when you figure this stuff up. So, your character has a physical damage number or a special damage number, depending on what type of ability they are using. 
And if you remove all mods from that character, you will see what that base number is. Now, as you start putting mods on, it will take that base number and it will multiply it. Um, I'm assuming at relics. I'm not going to get into all the funky stuff that goes on with lower gear levels. I'm talking strictly relics just for simplicity's sake. Um, that number will then get multiplied, um, you know, by a uh, by the damage factor of the ability and then the crit damage uh, factor. So your basic crit damage factor is 1.5. So you get a 50% damage boost whenever you land a critical hit. Um, in this instance, we're talking about using crit damage primary. So it's going to be more than that, probably 1.92. Uh, so her 92% uh, damage boost. Now, because of the way that math works out, your offense set... It will give you a 15% offense boost to that base number and add it back to that base number. Now, it's kind of similar to what like an offense primary does. Every character has an offense square primary that'll give you the 5.88 or 8.5% extra offense. And that's just, of course, more offense that you're adding on. But that offense set only... Accounts for that base number. It That's all it multiplies. So the more offense that you add on from secondaries or other offense primaries doesn't get factored into that offense set bonus. Now crit damage. The crit damage set will take all that in because it is then multiplied outside of those parentheses. Think order of operations. You have the stuff in the parentheses and... That's where the offense set bonus takes place. And then outside that, after everything else is calculated, when your uh, critical damage factor gets counted in. So, um, the primary things to look at are how much bonus crit damage are you getting? How much additional offense... <sighs> Yawn break. How much additional offense is being added outside of your offense set? Um, those are, and that can include uh, multiple, if you're going with multiple offense primaries or uh, additional offense from your secondaries. Something else that does not affect which one to go with in any way, shape, or form, contrary to popular belief, is a percent offense increase from a leader ability. Um, a leader ability that offers up a, say, 50% offense increase, that doesn't mean that you should use offense over crit damage. It literally doesn't make a difference whatsoever because you are multiplying that entire base number after mods and then multiplying it by the crit damage factor. So uh, whatever number was bigger before is still going to be bigger. You know, it's like if you take the number 97 and 96 and you multiply both of them by 50, you know, if you're multiplying them both by the same number, the one that was bigger before is still going to be bigger even after that multiplier. So that's kind of the reason um, that uh, offense boosts from leader abilities don't don't affect uh, whether you go with an offense or crit damage set now i want to talk about supreme lyric kylo ren because something i've been doing in the raid 
is going with an offense triangle on him. And that reason is because in his mastery, he has crit damage. And because of his siphon, he increases his mastery, which means his crit damage number will increase dramatically. Um, And whenever you start adding a lot of crit damage, there becomes a point where the offense set actually produces more damage than the crit damage set. And as you stack up enough crit damage, um, an offense triangle actually outperforms a crit damage triangle. This is also kind of similar with Nest. Um, You may have seen videos where people use Nest to beat, uh, was it, I think, Geonosians. And the idea is you basically stack up crit damage for, uh, what is it? Uh, I believe it's, it is crit damage she, she gains, right? Um, I think so. Let me go see. Let me look her up. Da, 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 da. Going to look. Yes. Uh, Ness gains plus 2% critical damage until the end of the encounter whenever an enemy loses a buff or debuff. So whenever she starts stacking up crit damage, there becomes a point where the offense primary will outpace what she could do with a crit damage primary once she gets enough of it stacked up. Um, And that's because you have your base number, and then rather than multiplying it by, say, 1.92, which is what you do with, say, just a crit damage primary, you could be multiplying it by, you know, 5 because she stacked up to 500% crit damage. It's kind of the same thing with Sprinkler Kylo Ren. Now, on the opposite side of that, um, if you take an offense set and you start adding a lot of extra offense to it, so if you take an offense set and you add a couple offense primaries, um, any additional offense that isn't factored in with that, uh, you know, that's getting multiplied by that offense set, that offense set then becomes a smaller and smaller percentage of your total offense and gets to a point where the crit damage will actually outperform it. So if you are using two or three offense primaries uh, with a lot of secondary offense and stuff like that, it does tend to favor using a crit damage set versus an offense set. Um, And, of course, you can run the calculations on this. It's pretty simple. You just look at your your damage number, and then you can multiply it uh, with an... You know, check it with an offense set, check it with a crit damage set, multiply it by that multiplier, see what number you get, and whichever one's higher is the one that would do more damage. Um, It's pretty simple. Um... And the other thing that is actually really important, and this is where I highly recommend you guys use my uh, my fancy little spreadsheet that you can find at shatteredorder.com slash mods, um, is kind of the crossover point. At which point does the offense set or the crit damage set become better? Um, and like I said, there, there are points that even at 100% crit chance the offense set will outpace the crit damage set. There are times where even at, you know, 15% crit chance, a crit damage set can be better than an offense set. Um, There's just a lot of factors that go into determining which one's better. And 
The spreadsheet I have is, actually does a really good job of you being able to put in the two, and it will tell you at what crit chance that those two lines cross. And so if you're above that crit chance number, you go with one, and if it's below that, you go with the other. Um, generally, if you're a, uh, that crit chance mark, if you're above it, generally you can go with crit damage set. Below that, you go with an offense set. Um so th- those are all the primary factors that kind of go into determining um, whether you use an offense or a crit damage set. Was that clear as mud? No, actually, uh, if I sit here and actually pay attention and not try to take care of other things while you get through it, I heard everything you said <laughs> and actually understand it. Perfect. So... One thing that makes was just a random thought that popped into my head while you were explaining that was the. uh, I wonder what the decision was why they didn't add if they have offense as a secondary stat. Why didn't they add crit? I have always wondered that. I have always wondered that. Um, Because if you're gonna have one one thing that we always talk about, this versus that. You can always get more offense, but there's only certain ways to get crit damage. It was just interesting that that was not made a secondary. Well, so crit damage, accuracy, and crit avoidance, I think, are the only three primary stats that are not also secondary stats, which I do find kind of interesting. Um, Right. Well, thank God accuracy is not a secondary stat. That would be a disaster, true. Yeah. That would be a disaster. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that one. Let's keep it that. Don't way. want that one. You can just keep. That I would. One. I would like to see but, seven dot mods start adding a fifth secondary stat, and it be like crit damage. That would be awesome. Um, get us like add a fifth slot that is only like certain stats that are not current secondaries or secondaries or primaries. Yeah, at all that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Armor. Yeah. Uh, you know, things like um, that. So, so that's kind of the basic rundown on things that you need to think about whenever you're looking at offense first, the crit damage. Um, kind of going back to kind of what I was talking about with... Uh, uh, what's his face? Jedi Luke Skywalker. Um, the... I can't remember who it was. Uh, forgive me. Uh, but mentioned in Discord and was asking me if, you know, the calculations he had were correct for whichever one was better. And for him, the offense set outperformed the crit damage set, even on a critical hit. And if you are in that position, then yes, that's the obvious way to go. Um, But that's not always the case. You know, there are other factors you do have to look at, like team comps. Um, There are characters that do crit avoidance. There are characters that have crit immunity. There are um, negative crit avoidance, like with uh, General Grievous. So what team you are likely to use a character against, that can factor in on modding, too. Um, But the biggest thing for the offense and crit damage calculations comes down to raids. Um, If you're really trying to maximize your raid damage, if you're kind of one of those raidies, it is kind of important. Um, You know, you can get a pretty big advantage by modding properly or just create more consistency. Kind of like what I mentioned with my 
Supreme Leader Kylo Ren and the uh, the Crankor raid um, with the Roid Raccoon. Sorry, Roid Raccoon. Yes, with the Roid Raccoon um, <laughs> going with an offense triangle and an offense set has actually created so much more consistency for me. Um, I can, I mean, I can basically like in base two, I can almost always get over 20% without much trouble. Um, the question is, am I going to get to 30 or 35%? You know, it's, that's kind of where the RNG comes in, but it does actually increase Mm -hmm. your, your kind of threshold for maximum damage by modding them properly. And that is one way to mod them properly. Um, whenever you start stacking, that mastery with Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, it is a balance of offense and speed and getting through as many turns as possible, but, um, you know, crit damage should not be used on Supreme Leader Kylo Ren in general. Uh, you should be going with an offense set if you're not going to go with speed or something like that. If you want damage, offense set. Um, not to mention... Uh, you know, characters that get the bonus crit damage, like Sprimler Kylo Ren offers uh, crit damage up buff in addition to bonus crit damage. So all of those things need to be accounted for and taken into, you know, <sighs> Lord have mercy, another yawn. Um, all those things do need to be accounted for whenever you look at this stuff. If you really want to maximize the damage, if you just want to throw mods on characters, by all means, do it. Um, you know, if you, if you use a crit damage set on Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, it's not like he's going to suck. I mean, I, I, I want to be clear. It's not, you know, we're not talking about, you know, doing tons more damage, but I mean, we're talking about, you know, you may be doing five to 10% more damage with proper modding and switching from a crit damage set, say to an offense set or an offense set to a crit damage set, depending on the character. Um, so it, it is going to vary between characters is going to vary between comps. So look at the kit, look at the leader ability, see if there's bonus crit damage, then look at the character's abilities in general, see if there's bonus crit damage, and then you can just kind of go ahead and start factoring those sort of things in and, uh, and figure out what the best way to go is. Yeah. Like you said, if you're just throwing mods on, there are good mods you know, uh, guides as far as that goes on the, even on this podcast about what to do there, but there will always be people out there that want to min max. And there is a point, like you've said, where to min max your damage out of a character, you got to think outside of that Mm -hmm. offense crit damage box to get to where you want to be. And, uh, there might be points in a match where the other type of mod would have worked better if you're not getting the oh, right RNG. Sure. But you're going back and starting again if you're a min-maxer to make sure you get to that point where that the mods that you have selected are the ones that are getting you that highest damage. So just always remember that like there's there's min-maxing, there's not min-maxing, there's min-maxing, and then there's going beyond that box to get to the highest of the min max right. that you can even get. And that's, that's kind of where this conversation oh, is right sure. now. So, um, I wanted to throw out this out there, but, uh, thanks to Thisk for throwing it out in the chat. Defense is armor. So when I said armor as a stat earlier, not a great secondary if they were throwing it, but if they did add that fifth slot, 
Some of that you could throw in there were mastery, health steal, uh, defense pin, armor pin, dodge chance. And then, yeah. of course, you could always throw in some bad ones like accuracy. Uh, crit avoidance wouldn't be terrible, but it would be probably on the lower end of the ones I mentioned. But there are other stats available to throw in a fifth Absolutely. Stat. So that's awesome, dude. That was good info for sure. Yeah, for sure. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up on Discord. I haven't been on Discord as much lately. So if I don't get to you, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's because I'm just busy. Um, but yeah, uh, check that stuff out. You know, download the spreadsheet, play with the numbers, see see what you like, and you know, see see what goes well. Because uh, like I've got a crit damage set that is absolutely freaking ridiculous. Like I, I've got a mod that I think I, on my best crit damage set, I think I have two mods that have almost six percent secondary offense. I mean, it's just it's insane. You know, and everybody's mods are gonna be a little bit different. Like some people are gonna have great sets of offense mods and some people may have great sets of crit damage mods so you know uh, on the extremes it can matter um you know and that's what i was kind of talking about like with jedi knight luke skywalker you know hey some people like offense that's gonna be better all the time no matter what yeah for sure and if if it is then use that um yeah keep going um you know but yeah uh so i just wanted to kind of cover all that since i mentioned that last week and had a lot of questions about this week um and i am still surprised i think mm-hmm. almost 90 percent of people using jedi knight luke um have an offense set on him which i still just find absolutely crazy um i i modded my jedi knight luke this week after oh, our nice. podcast last week i went oh, with the crit damage i like it so um oh yeah um another update little bit off topic, but we are on the topic of mods. Uh, those speed mods that I upgraded earlier, I have now thrown onto my hooks. And they were both upgrades as far as speed went. Oh, I can went. imagine. So, Solid stuff. Good. I like it. I like old hucks. Let's see. That brings him up to plus 130. Not bad. Speed. It's pretty snazzy. Gotta love the hucks. <laughs> All right, we got another topic. We're not stopping. Let's keep the train rolling. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't really have anything to play, so we'll just kind of keep going into it. Play one of the fun ones that we don't use usually. Hmm. What, okay. What's on the What's on the soundboard that we don't um, play often? Oh. Since everyone loves a good poll. Let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. <laughs> we pulled live we pulled poll your two live favorite poll podcast because... hosts on what characters they want to relegate most. But we also have a chat, so you guys can be a live Ooh. poll. All right. So if you have opinions, like and you always do, and we Accurate. love them. So if you have opinions on this topic, throw them in the chat. And there's a very good chance we will read them. Uh, so, yeah. Live poll right now. Relic 8 options. Now, hold on. All right. What are the things? Before we talk about the actual characters, there's something I want to bring up about Relic 8. Because the material here is so expensive. Uh, I, I want to contrast... General Anakin Skywalker and Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. Because it's another conversation that came up in our chat this week. 
And I think it would be important to discuss because it may actually dramatically impact who you may relegate. So, um, let's see. Let's look at General Skywalker, who has about, uh, what is that, 6,400, just over 6,400 base damage. Luke has uh, almost 7,900 base damage. So 6,400 versus 7,900. Luke has 1,500 more damage, right? Now, if you look at the relic material and what they increase their damage and their stats by, um, they both have the same stats. They're both the same class of characters. So they're getting the same increases on health, physical damage, um, damage pin, all that sort of stuff. It's all very similar across the board. Um, Actually, it's all exactly the same across the board. Which means the character that has the lower base stats is actually going to see a bigger statistical increase with, um, with these stat increases. So that would mean that, say, General Anakin Skywalker at 6,400 damage would see a much bigger boost to his actual damage output by going to Relic 8 than would Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. Did you follow all that? I did not. I was uh, distracted. I'm sorry. Hmm. Well, <laughs> everybody listening uh, heard. I'm sure that the, the other people heard it. I was... There was something in the chat. There was something on my screen. It was just too much for me. Yeah. Um, so th- that is something you you yeah. guys absolutely need to consider, especially whenever you're talking about like two similar characters on a similar team like Joanna and Skywalker and Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. Looking at those two, I'm going to do General Anakin before Luke every single time because he's going to get a much fatter stat increase um then Jedi Knight Luke will um so I want to maximize that uh that relic material because it's freaking expensive it's so freaking expensive and uh you want to be making sure that you're getting the biggest returns that you can out of it so so make sure you check that stuff out um before you make any rash decisions I agree 100%. All right. With that out of the way. <laughs> All right. So, relic eight options. Okay. So, this can, let's just go with okay. this. The, of the options that I wrote down, they may not be the best for the Roid Raccoon, but I do think that they are good options as far as relic eight goes. Now, when you pitched this topic to me, I was like, He's probably thinking Roid Raccoon, but I'm going to think outside the box and go with everything. I am thinking everything. Like, I am thinking total return right. on investment. Um, then we're in the same boat. So I have a list here. I wrote all these ones down. I'm going to go over them. You tell me what you think. 
and then we'll go over any that you I left out that you think are really good relicate options. That sounds, sounds great. I like it. All right, number one, and I know, I know you'll agree with this one, and that is Slicker. I'm not sure I agree on that one. <laughs> well, you did it, so you agree. That's fair, <laughs> yes. That is my only I, relic. I, I know you agree. So, yeah. Nope. So, uh, first one right there is Slicker. Great character. Strong character at Relic so, 7. Only gets stronger at Relic 8. I don't know why that would never not be an option. So, so I would like to bring up a really important point about Slicker and Galactic Legends in general. Because he is the only Galactic Legend that we have on here. So I'd kind of like to talk about Galactic Legends just for a quick second. Because one thing that I do think gets forgotten sometimes is their uh, Galactic Legend unique ability that gives them 10% extra protection and health for each relic level. So not only are you getting the the stat increases from Relic 7 to Relic 8, but you are also getting a 10% boost to your health and protection for those characters. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that all adds up. Yes. Like so quickly. You may so, not have trouble with characters like Jedi Master Luke dying. Um like he he never dies first pretty much. So I'm not that worried about it um on him. Um but it you know, it's something to consider depending on where you're at. You know, the the returns for Galactic Legends are absolutely ridiculous, but uh, I did just want to mention <laughs> that Springler Kylo Ren is the only Galactic Legend, uh, only Galactic Legend that we actually blah, blah, have blah. on this list, and that is because he is a primarily a damage dealer and freaking insane. Makes sense. Uh, this next one has a specific reason. As far as I know, that it's on the list, which also would add, make me add a slash to uh, it. Yes, to make it work for me. But that's General mm-hmm. Kenobi, and I know a lot of people are relegating General Kenobi to have a uh, to one up in fleet. You could say the generals using the in negotiator general. because generals in general. So yeah, the slash I would add here is General Grievous mm-hmm. because. That's who I use in the arena, and either one of them at Relic Eight is going to add a big uh, one-up bonus on your on your uh, fleet arena. As far as your capital ship, goes, uh, let so. me just say though, I do not think that Relic Eighting for your fleet is worth it. From what I've seen, um, I would not suggest doing that in general, unless you. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't suggest doing it. Um, there are the only way I see that being a big thing is for those people that don't care at all about regular arena and fleet arena is their main crystal source. Those are the people that are probably going to care the most. Yeah. Like, and, and there's a lot of new players that end up deciding that fleet arena over regular arena is where they're going to focus to get their crystals which isn't a bad Agreed. decision. So I could see that being a very popular decision as far as uh, newer players go. Not Maybe not newer, but like two, 
two-year-old yep. players, toddlers. Is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> I don't think I don't think they'll like. Yeah, that's all right. They'll go over it. Um, that's right. The big brothers and sisters always uh, rag on the uh, younger siblings. So. Um, yeah. So I, they're, they're both both very good options. Um, if I had to choose between two, I would say General Grievous because. I think those stats affect his character more in regular battles, you know, regular character battles than mm-hmm. General Kenobi would. Um, I just I personally, I don't ever have issues with General Kenobi um, dying or anything in general. It's just not an issue. That could be the mods, but and with and with and with General Grievous fleet, I never feel in a match that I'm moving too slow that I can't get a win. It's misplays. It's, it's dodges. It's, right. it's RNG that it will screw that yep. fleet over. So yeah. Um, the next one is, I was actually really thinking of crank or phase. Crankor. <laughs> now you got me saying it. Roid raccoon phase four for this one, but Han Solo, Han Solo is a good one. I really like Han Solo as a relegate character, but not not for the Roid Raccoon necessarily. The only reason I said that is because if I were to think of rebels, like the normal rebel team, you go with CLS, uh, Han, Chewie as the three man like main part of that team. If I were to have to pick between that, Han Solo probably wouldn't be the relegate I went for first. It would probably be. Chewbacca or even Chupio. Mm-hmm. But I do think Han is a great option as far as uh guilds that are having trouble with tier four. If you're getting down to the like like our guild right now is still at seven percent to finish off the uh the Roid Raccoon, but Han Solo I mentioned because he goes in and he shoots first. The more damage you're doing, that's is it worth relegating just for that? Probably not, but Han Solo is great as a character in general, so it's not a bad option. But I think if we were to throw this out there, Han Solo, Chewbacca, Chupio, I think are great options for Rebels, if that's the the tag we're going for with this recommendation. I, I agree. Well, good. Second, next up is uh, gas. I have seen a lot of chatter in the Discord this week about Relic Eight Gas and how ridiculously good he is. Yes. Well, he's ridiculously good anyway, but a Relic Eight one is just even better. So that is an option. I, I love gas. I, I mean, when I unlocked him, I remember I was on vacation when I he came you were about out. To say he up in or. I'm confused. You said where you that came gas. from. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry, I've thrown don't, you off. I I'm have sorry. things Go to ahead. say, but I don't know if I should. Oh, uh, anyways, gas. I remember being on vacation in Orlando when he was announced, and the same week he came out. I'm on vacation. I can literally do very little about getting him that week. I re- I had to get him the second time around, and since I've had him, he's been one of the my favorite characters in the game. He's a great character as far as uh, 
throwing him in the 500 first. Uh, he's just you're making him stronger is only going to make the entire team stronger because of the fact that you're not killing clones if he's still got protection. Yep. You know what I mean? And so, also that uh, special mission in the uh, the light side territory battle where it's uh, Anakin and Ahsoka. Um, relic level there would probably be pretty nice. Um, it's, who was it that threw this out in chat? Because I really like this. Um, where was it? Oh, Joker. Joker, the uh, Swaga podcast ombudsman, <laughs> <laughs> has said fives is an option for Relicant. That's another one I was going to bring which up. Which I really yep. do like. Because of the, sharing. Because we're on gas and we're on clones and 500 first. Because A, stat sharing, and B, you don't want him to die first. Nope. So if you're sharing his stats first off, and then on top of that, making him harder to kill, so another clone's going to die first and he'll sacrifice for the rest of them, that is is pretty huge as far as fives goes. So I really like that recommendation. Yep. I totally agree. I have no issue with it. And just because the rework was that freaking good, I threw Vader on this list. No Not issues. to mention the fact that there is a phase four team with a Vader lead that is redonkulous. Uh, I just think Vader is a really good option. Yeah. For and and Vader, um, well, you know, in a lot of options where you use Watt, uh, part of his mastery doesn't really get used, which is the uh, armor penetration, but he gets some pretty nice bonus damage there, and he also gets some more crit chance, a little bit of survivability. He gets some pretty nice stat increases there. Um, so, yeah, I, I like that one a lot. I'm sorry, I'm going back to the last one with fives with the stat sharing okay. thing. And I want to throw this one out there and see what you think. Because I'm I'm not 100% on it, but I think that you will probably yes. say it's a good idea. Yes. R2-D2. It's one that I was going to bring up. Lots of stat sharing yep. with R2-D2. Um, putting him at Relic, Relic 8 only brings Let's up those see. stats. So it seems like a great idea as far as... What are, what are the stats... From his relics. Um, his mastery sure. stats are damage, crit avoidance, and accuracy. All actually pretty good stats for him. Uh, you definitely want him landing hits. Crit avoidance is very nice on him. And then, of course, damage that he shares. And then, you know, he gets pretty nice stats everywhere else as well. So I think R2-D2 is definitely not, not a bad option. So the next one is strictly survivability. Okay. And because this dude can pull together a team like nobody's business, we've Accurate. talked about him hundreds of times on this podcast, and that is Jolie Bindo. I would like to say Jolie Bindo slash my most recent uh, Relic 7, Daka, because uh, what you're yes. going to say about one, you can say for the other. Um, they both have Absolutely. health as a mastery stat. They both have crit avoidance as a mastery stat. So taking them to relic eight, um, let's see, would give uh, almost what seven thousand uh, health increase to each of them, um, and then you know that seven thousand then gets multiplied by you know if you have fifty percent 
and health from that, you know, you're going to be getting what 10,500 extra health total. Like, I mean, those are some pretty fat uh, health increases. And, you know, Joe Lee can really carry a team in the light side territory battle. He is freaking awesome. I still highly recommend him, you know, at, you know, at least R5, if not R7, you know, for that TV. And um, he's is a lifesaver. He is. Like many times yep. over. And then, so. uh, you know, DACA for the same thing. Uh, good for uh, assault battles. Good for the dark side territory battle. Good for taking down General Grievous squads or using uh, the Supreme Leader Kylo Ren uh Crankor team. So I know I mentioned General Grievous earlier when we were talking about fleets, but if you take fleets out of the equation, I have an option that I'm curious your thoughts on. And that is B1 battle droid. So that's terrible. For the amount it's terrible. It's terrible. Why would you do that? Oh, well, let's take it off the list. Um okay. It's not terrible. Um it's not my favorite, primarily because of all of the stats that he gets. You're spending all that material, and the only return you're getting is damage. Now. But he doesn't need help. Doesn't need protection. Right. So so, so what's your... Armor is not going to do anything for right. one health. I mean, so it makes sense that those are his mastery stats. It would be, yes... But he also can't crit, so crit damage is useless. Crit chance is useless. You know, it's literally... Why are they even his mastery stats? Then? Because it's just class-based. class, class based. Oh, yeah, it's um, a class-based. Now, I love the idea of increasing them just because... Yeah, I forgot about the crit. I forgot about the crit, so I get, I'm get. i rolling with your training. Uh, his damage output is pretty crazy. Um, I would like to see one at R8, see what it can do, but, um, it's just, it's, he's ridiculous. I have him relic four and moving from gear 12 to relic four. Did oh wonders my God. Yes. Him. Now two of those stats, obviously we've thrown out that damage is Matt would be massive for him. Still yeah. doesn't the fact that two of his mastery stats, which I didn't even think about are now useless kind of makes that less of a return than a lot of other yes. characters. And that's which I didn't think of. And that's the problem right now is looking at the total returns. I I think Yeah, yeah, I'm with I, you, man. I I couldn't get them all. Now, right, let right? me just so. add one. See you'll see what I did there. Um and look at B2. Uh, uh because B2 actually has some really really nice stats. Um his mastery, he gets bonus armor and he gets bonus protection. So if you've already got like a Relic 7B2 and it's kind of a core defense team or something, I I would absolutely love the idea of taking B2 up, uh, you know, with Watt on the team, using him as a tank, you know. Oof. If you don't, if you're fighting a GG PvP wise and you do not kill that B2, it is problems. That is who I take down first almost every time because if you do not yeah. get him gone, get him gone, he will, he will wreck create you. serious problems. Like Relic 8 BB, B2 is a no great doubt. option. It's, you know what? I'm, I'm having major, 
nostalgia right now, but it's just, it's not often that I think like this, but it's just crazy to me. These characters that are so old can be so good. Like I remember when BT was added to the game and you're like, as a, what he was a, uh, a rhodium, wasn't he? Uh, I don't, I don't even remember. I think I'm drunk and I'm remembering wrong. I just remember him being at him and being really hard to yep. get. And all the whales had him, nobody else. Everybody threw him in their arena team because, hey, I'm going to clean all your debuffs almost every, every third or fourth turn. He was and a he great was a nightmare. It's just crazy to me to think how cool some of these characters were and have been the entire time yep. they've been out. Rex, B2. I mean, there's so many. There's, Sorry, no, I'm there, off the there's track, a lot but, of them, uh, for sure. Um,. So the last one I put on the list was Chupio, but we kind of already talked about him. Love the idea. Um, I have no issue with it. Um, So my quick list that I threw together when making the notes is over. Let's hear what you got. So um, I... And I will be back in one second. I really like the uh, Chupio because... Or Backpack Chewy, as I like to call him. Because of the assault battles, um, he offers a lot of returns in the assault battles. There's multiple ones that he can beat tier two of and get you a bunch of slicing material. But you don't necessarily have to take him Relic 8 for that. But he is a great character that has great returns. And then, obviously, a monster on defense. Another one, um, after my yawn break, would be Malik, and I'll be curious to hear GMP's thoughts on this one. Um, Malik, of course, in his mastery stats, gets uh, health steal, armor, and protection. And of course, you know, protection primaries on him are great, so he gets pretty, pretty fat uh, protection increase by going to Relic 8. He, he could create some serious issues for people. Um, at Relic 8 if you use him as the core of your arena team or grand arena team or something like that. Let's see. Um, other than that, for the most part, I kind of had all the same ones that GMP had. Um, I am trying to figure out who my second one will be. Um... I really think that uh, General Anakin Skywalker is going to be my next Relic 8. Uh, just just because the total returns when you consider light side territory battle, arena, um, flexibility and options in Grand Arena and Territory War. It's really hard to go wrong there. Fives is another good option. Uh, Fleet, again, uh, his ship is super fast. It's a great ship. Um, I would have no issue Relic 8-ing him. Another one that's kind of, actually two more that are kind of odd, but uh, might surprise you guys. I think this highly of them. Kylo Ren Unmasked and Shock T. I like, I love both of those characters. They have great stats and taking them up just makes them that much better. If you want to create some consistency for the cam mission or having that flex spot for like any Jedi squad shock T's great and then crew is uh crew is just simply amazing so um I, I obviously love that idea 
All right, recap it um, for me. What what characters have you gone over? Uh, Shock T, Crew, and the one that I primarily wanted to get your take on was Darth Malak. Oh, boy. Darth That's Malick. a good one, ain't it? That is a good one. Uh, mine's the Relic 4, and I have... He's just nasty at Relic 4, mm-hmm. and I could not imagine how nasty he would be at Relic yep. 8. What are his mastery stats? Protection, armor, and or, health sorry, skill. Sorry, so, protection, yeah. armor, cheese. You know that that's one of the biggest things with him that I find hard. It's it's not hard, but if you up that health steal, he'll be, he will be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times, what what makes things uh, edge of the seat with him for me, if he ends up being the last one alive against like three people, which he can still beat, is that. Some of his moves don't heal him enough that I'm I'm comfortable that the next shot's not going to yeah, kill him. That's you true. Know? You, despite how tanky defenses, all that stuff he has, um, that adding that health steal in there is is massive. Yep, totally so, agree. Nine percent health steal is no joke. Yeah, for sure. I do like that one. No, I like that one a lot. Let me throw this okay. one out there. Sorry, I'm not going to say Wampa. It's not the best option. Um, Though I would love. That would be really cool. Not going to lie, I'm not (laughs) opposed to it. I let me okay. Let me throw this. Let me throw it back. I would love a relegate Wampa a year and a half ago. Oh yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Oh my god. Yep. Can you imagine? He's still fun. He's still super fun. Um, He is a great. uh, It's just like I said earlier on. A couple of weeks ago on the podcast, Hoda has outshined Wampa uh, in the last year because of just the usefulness. Yeah. Wampa is still great. He just doesn't have the fluidness that you have with a Hoda. That's true. So, man, that. What about a Gian Ocean Brood Alpha? Yeah, I, I like that one. Um, pretty, very solid. I believe he has protection as a. Uh... Oh no! It's no. He does not have protection. Actually, his mastery stats kind of suck. Accuracy, defense penetration, health still. It's annoying that you can't see their relic stats if you don't have the gear thirteen. That is, I'm trying to look at them, and it's it's not. Uh, Where do you see their stats? Stats. And then at the base attributes. Oh, next to mastery. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. Okay. Um, Accuracy, defense pin, and health steal. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, another one that I do like is... Oh, crap. Where'd they go? Oh. Count Dooku. Count Dooku can be very annoying. You need him in that one battle in the dark side TV. He gets, you know, crit damage, crit chance, damage as part of his mastery on top of everything else. Um, I... I think Count Dooku's one that could be kind of interesting, but later down the list, he's not a top tier priority, obviously. But yeah, we've moved into an area where we're just kind of looking at characters not to be number one, but they're good right. options. Because I'm looking at RJT right now, and her mastery stats are deflection chance, dodge chance, health. Yeah, and she's annoying. Um, I can't remember who it was. I mean, think of all. Add those deflection chance. What was it? 
what did I just say? Literally deflection chance and dodge chance. And then throw on top of that all of the foresight she gets. Well, somebody showed me a video where she had stacked up a bunch of mastery in a galactic challenge. And the person had to basically retreat because she would not die. Um, be- oh, was that on a TB this week in our uh, guild? No. The RJT was, was a, just It was in a galactic dying. challenge, I think. Oh, that was a Galactic Challenge. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. I it was seeing that. No, this it was. Okay. It was Ringer and it was in the TV. That's right. I forgot about that <laughs> one. I was thinking the one I was thinking of was the Galactic Challenge where the Empire stacked like infinite damage. I saw it there. But yeah, uh, the B- Ringer had a battle where his B1s had like literally 20,000 stacks of Droid Battalion and RJT just hanging out. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's just like, I'll smack you a bit, but we're never going anywhere. Uh, that's that's funny. So, so TBs don't have timers on the battles, right? No. So he had Correct. to, did he get credit for the battle? Probably had to retreat. If you retreat, do you get the last yes. one that you beat? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought, but I was like, man, it would really, really suck if you had to get zero yeah. out of four because yeah. of that. Yeah, no joke. Um, yeah. Okay. That's, well, that's not terrible then. It's still so frustrating. I've had that happen to me with Night no, Sisters sure. before. Uh, Daka stacked up so much damage she couldn't be killed, but they also couldn't... I couldn't stack up enough damage uh, without a Sage because it was like in phase two and it was just basically a stalemate. So, I'm looking at Nest right now because I'm starting to think of all these characters that are really annoying. Oh yeah, the annoying characters are definitely <laughs> going to be good options. Infus Nest Mastery Crit Chance, Crit Damage, and Damage. Not, not, not bad. Not, not the best for her. I'd prefer to see some health there, make her a little bit more survivable. But health, health would be good. Protection, meh, because her protection's gone almost instantly but if you can if you stack health on nest oh yeah that, that that's an idea as far as mods go so you stack that health on nest because the protection disappears yes but she gets bonus protection as you hit her when it's you know out of out of not on her turn and if you can keep that health up the amount of health still she stacks to pull health back you never kill and health still and we're talking uh crit damage or pretending like it's uh you know two years ago when I'm talking about this, yeah. but Nest sounds amazing. I don't know. I could go down this list for twenty minutes and go over characters that sound awesome at Relicate, but I think we have uh, some trivia to do. I think that we do. Well, let's do that. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. All right. Special shout out immediately to Mythos because once again I was only able to let him know that we were podcasting on a Thursday and not a Friday this morning so oh. uh, he was able to knock out this awesome Heck trivia yeah. today 
and I appreciate him. Earlier, I, I didn't have the link about 30 minutes before the podcast, and I was asking him, like, hey, no pressure. If you can't do it, it's fine. I know I get, didn't give you a lot of time. He's like, no, it's done. I'm just adding in some lore now. And I was Ooh, like, that is awesome. I like it. Because the lore in these questions is really yes. fun. So not awesome to Mythos. Thank you for doing this. I We're only in week four. We got 10 weeks of it. I'm super stoked for this. So thank you again, right. Mythos. This this week, episode four. Now, I am. this is episode four of trivia, but I'm trying... what. What movie is this covering? Because we already covered episode four. That's what I'm, I'm confused about. Well, what is so the first what is the title episode four? I cannot decipher it, though I think it's hilarious. Space wizards watch politics on C-SPAN. Ooh, I like it. So I'm guessing episode one, and this is episode I'm guessing four. it's going to be more just about kind of the stuff about the Jedi in general. I'm with you. I think it's uh, Joker says it and sounds like Jedi in the Senate. I completely agree. It sounds like episode one here. So I'm going to talk a lot about Watto. Um, Wink, before we start trivia, why don't you go over our uh all the stuff we usually do right before the end of the podcast, right while I go get a pen. All right, sounds <laughs> good. Um, if you guys are n- not familiar, um, go check out our Discord at discord.me slash shattered order. There are always a lot of great conversations going on in there. And of course, you can find that link in the show notes. Uh, come hang out. Leave us a review on whatever podcast app that you use. Whether it is iTunes, Stitcher, or anything else, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Five-star rating actually does help, even if you don't leave a review. Just go hit five stars. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, Just kind of helps us get ranked a little bit higher and helps make sure that people find the podcast when they come check it out. Because who would not want to check out trivia? (laughs) You're back. I'm back. Um, one one other um, very important thing is Patreon. If you'd like to support the show, um, we will be giving a big fat shout out to all of our uh, patrons individually next week on the show. But uh, patreon.com slash shattered order is where you can go to get yourself an SO sticker or just support the show, which we would greatly appreciate. Um, I will be sending out another round of stickers here pretty soon. Um, hopefully this weekend. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know what I just did. Did you break something? No, I was kind of messing with OBS. It's just not. Sounds like BS. All right, I fixed it. (laughs) Yeah, BS. All right, so, um, let me fix this real quick because I'm a perfectionist. All right, there we go. Um, we'll head here into the category rules and points. By the way, I went to get a pen and paper in as the usual for me. I only found an envelope. Perfect. So we're going to be using an envelope again. All right. Category rules and points. Gosh, dang it. Freaking pen. All right. Here we go. This week, the category is the Phantom Menace. I guess all we had to do was go to the second page to know. <laughs> Phantom Menace. All right. Every answer for me is going to be Watto. 
Okay. This week, all questions will be at all questions will be asked will be that will be asked will be from episode one. Ten questions, each worth one point. Most points gets the win. Win is worth two points, and a tie is worth one. Contest will be ten weeks. Most points in the standings wins. Any rulings needed to go to meet those. And based on your results each week, I will raise or lower the difficulty. Let's hit those standings, shall we? Let's do I it. believe we are. You are ahead of me by two points. When I feel like we should be tied, but I'm just saying. Uh, the two star Lando Lions have two points, and the poorly modded Pow Packers have four points. That's what I like to hear. If you're not aware, I'm going to keep saying it until Mythos changes his mind. Week two should have been a tie. <laughs> just saying. All right. We got an update. There's an update slide. First off, thank you to Cotman3 for helping me come up with some questions during last week's crunch time awesome. to get the trivia complete. He also contributed to this week as well. Thank Special you. Special shout out to Wink Senior. We are all praying and hoping for a speedy recovery. Indeed. Thank you. Absolutely. And Cotman, awesome, man. I appreciate your help there with uh, Mythos. It's awesome. And we are all definitely praying for Wink Senior. Question one. What is the Trade Federation doing around Naboo? Huh. <laughs> it's doing things. Stuff and things. They're doing something. Um, oh. Um... Oh, let me close chat so I don't see any of that. All right. Um, I have an answer. I have no idea if it's right because it doesn't seem like they would be there to be doing this. But. All right. You got an answer? You got an idea? All right. Here's mine. I said talking through blockade. That's what I put. Blockade. Yeah, I should have just put blockade because I'm like, I don't really know. I only have so much space on the paper. Right, well, you know. Blockading the planet. So. I think we both got that one. I agree. Lore, the leader of the Trade Federation, voice Viceroy Gun Wordsing. The leader of the Trade Federation, Viceroy Gunray, has was played by Silas Carson, who also played Kai Adamundi in all three films. Huh. <laughs> hey. No kidding. That's, That's interesting. Cool. So both characters he played had giant foreheads. Interesting. That makes me wonder if he actually had himself as a giant. I have to look it up. <laughs> this is interesting to me. All right, question two. Here we go. Which two Jedi are sent to negotiate with the Trade Federation? Got my answer. All right, I got my answer. I have Qui Gon Jinn and Kenobi. Yep, that is what I have. Obi Wan and Qui Gon. 
Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon is correct. Excellent. Lore. The Jedi mentioned the planet Coruscant, making it the first piece of EU mentioned on the screen. Extended Universe, if you didn't know. Also known as Legends now. Timothy Zahn created the planet name in the Heir to the Empire trilogy, previously only mentioned as the Imperial Capital. Interesting. Those those books are great, by the way. If you haven't heard them, uh, you can go to audibletrial.com slash shattered order and get a free 30-day trial and get a free audiobook like Heir to the Empire. Timothy Zahn is a fantastic writer. Yeah. Great. But he's he's just awesome. All right, uh, question three. Here we go. What's the what is the what is the name of Anakin's mom? God, I I have it in my head, and I want to write this name, but I feel like I'm missing okay. a letter. Oh, maybe you're gonna screw me on this one. She had a very odd name. Yeah, it's it's just what I'm gonna write and the way I sounds in my head is completely okay. off. Alright, well I'm gonna write what I had. Alright, I got my answer. Is it Simmy? Shmi. Mother <laughs> I just dropped a F bomb. Shmi is the one. I so if you look at what I wrote here, S I M I if you put just a Simi. little bit of a crooked, if you put a crooked line on what I wrote, you've got Shmi. That's true. So we're going to need to go to Mythos for this <laughs> one. Answer is Shmi. I knew. I'm like, Simi? That has to be close. It's, it's close-ish. Maybe I just wrote Shmi and forgot to put the little oh, curve maybe, on the H. Yeah. I'm just I mean, you saying. got 75% right. Maybe I get 75% <laughs> of a point. I'll take every little bit I can get. All right, Lore. Pernilla August, who played Shmi, also played Mary, the mother of Jesus, in the same year as the Phantom Menace, thus playing two roles where she gave birth to a child with no <laughs> biological father. That is the best lore ever. That's, Holy crap. That's that probably the best crazy. lore drop. I've ever seen. The, and like, what are the freaking odds? Like, that's crazy. Right? Holy crap. I have no idea how you found that info, Mythos. Well done. That is, that's God, fantastic. I'm so angry that I wrote Simi. <laughs> uh. All right. Question four. Here we go. Who starts the pod race and is also a master of ceremonies? Um, um, I got an answer. It's probably wrong, but I'm going to put it anyway. Because I have no idea. I'm almost positive it's not Watto because he thinks it's it's a uh, joke. You brought water, did didn't you? I put Boss Haas. I, I put the Huts. Um, the I, Huts. I don't believe it was Jabba. I think it was like 
I want to say Corella, but I, I don't think that's right. Interesting. It is Jabba. It was Jabba. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm going to lose this week. I, I knew Jabba was involved. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think he was the one that actually started the race. I thought it was a different hut, but interesting. I'd say I'd give that to you for sure. No, I specifically said I didn't like, think it was Jabba, so. Mm. All right. Well, let's put a question mark there then. If we're giving you Jabba the Hutt, then we'll give me Shmi. <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's okay, that? fair. All right. Uh, question five. Who attacks Kaigon before he can get on the ship? The ship? What ship? Have my answer. What 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 ship are we talking about? Take your pick. <laughs> I honestly don't remember that movie that much. Apparently. Um. I'll give you a hint. Give me, give me a second. It rhymes Please. with Bolito. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jerry. <laughs> I'm going to put the only character I know that attacks him in the movie. Okay. I put Darth Maul. I do believe that is the correct answer. The answer is Darth Maul. Lore, Obi-Wan and Maul's story with each other would start and end on Tatooine. Interesting. I am so stupid. I put Boss Haas because I was thinking that the pod race was on Naboo. But it was on Tatooine, which makes Jabba Hutt so obvious. Okay, just don't <laughs> listen to anything I say from now on. Oh. Oh. Who else would run a pod a, a pod race on Tatooine? Good job of the hood. If we're on freaking Naboo, what, what answer is there beside Boss Haas? Wasn't oh, it, come on. All right, question wasn't seven. It boss Nass? I think it was Nass. Maybe I'm just thinking of... Uh... Boss Haas sounds too... <laughs> I'm pretty sure Boss Haas is that... Uh... Just the good old boys, <laughs> never doing no harm. In trouble with the law, uh, that's the day they were born. What movie? What no show idea. is that? No! Okay, I'm opening chat real quick just it, to uh, see. People know what I'm talking about. Dukes of Hazard? Dukes of Hazard, there it is. All right, yes, that Dukes uh, Boss Haas is Dukes of Hazard. Oh, Hazzard. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's why I got Boss Nass mixed no, up. No, it was Boss Hog. Wasn't it? Was it yeah. Hog? So I'm mixing two movies together. You're mixing a lot together. <laughs> Miss Ollie ever saw been in trouble with the law since the day he was born. Alright, anyways. Question seven. Who is Senator of Naboo? Seven? I thought this was six. <laughs> we went from five to seven. According to this. Okay, sure. Makes sense. So we're skipping six. Okay, There's no so six. Repeat the question. 
because I was distracted. Who is the senator of Naboo? I feel like this is obvious, but then I also think, was there someone else before this person that was in episode one? Have my answer. I got Padme Amidala. Uh, wasn't she the queen? She was the queen. I thought Who'd Palpatine was the senator. Was he from out Naboo? He's from Naboo, yes. Then you are correct. She was the queen. She just became the pel- the senator, didn't she? It's a good question. What what was was the official answer? Palpatine. Palpatine? You are okay. correct. So I was right in thinking there was somebody else. But I didn't realize Palpatine was from Naboo. He, he was. I learned that from the uh, I, Darth Plagueis novel, actually. Well, that is an interesting fact that I did not know. I wonder if this Senator Palpatine is any relationship to Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I doubt it. He seems like a nice guy. Uh, he did seem like a nice true. guy. He seemed like a great guy. Which is why... It worked out perfectly. Uh, let me tell you a funny story. Um, I remember back when episode whatever it was one or two came out, and uh, Taco Bell had this promotion like these little deals that you collect, and if you get like a certain set, you win like a free drink or something. And I and this was before it was actually revealed. Like I I just like knew that you know Sidious and Palpatine were the same guy, and I was always annoyed that it's like. You couldn't use the little Palpatine coupon as Sidious to get the free milkshake or whatever the hell it was. Probably wasn't a milkshake at Taco Bueno or whatever, but it was... Anyway, <laughs> moving along. It's funny because it said question seven, but it said answers, answer six. Okay, sure. Makes so, sense. That was question six. This is question seven. What is the life forms inside all life forms that predicts its connection to the force? If I get this one wrong, I'm just quitting. I will force you, you to it? quit if you get it wrong. Will you use the am force I, to make me I? quit? What was your answer? I said midichlorians. That is the correct answer. I do believe. Midichlorians is the correct answer. Lore, midichlorians would be mentioned again in The Mandalorian, but as the phrase M-count by Dr. Pershing in reference to Grogu. Ooh. I remember hearing that in season yep. two, and I'm like, M-count is now what we're referring to midichlorians. Maybe they didn't want to say that word again. They're just like, the M-count. Yep. We know how scientists are. They got to abbreviate everything. Yeah, for sure. What is not acronyms? Abbreviations. Uh, abbreviations. Not abbreviations. I'm thinking of acronyms. Is did I say acronym? Not acronym. <laughs> Listen, dude. I've only drank three and a half beers, and somehow I'm I'm uh, going crazy. All right, answer answer eight. Jesus Christ. All right, question eight. What is the full? What is the name of the song played during the final lightsaber battle?
I'm writing the name of a song and I think it's actually not the correct answer. And I think this actually goes to something else. But it's the only lightsaber battle this song. This is the only one I can think of too. And I'm pretty sure it's in the third movie. I know it's in the third Me movie. Too. I don't know if it's in this movie or not. I know it's in our entrance. Our entrance uh, music. I put Duel yeah, of Fates. That's what I put too. Answer eight, Duel of Ooh. Fates lore. I love this nice. song. Nice. Did not know that. Is I, is it in both or is it not in episode three? No, I'm pretty sure it's in episode three. They re Star Wars has been known yeah, to I mean, reuse Star Wars music. Does it's not out of true, the realm of but they change it a little bit, which changes yeah, the name. Well, yeah, but I mean, you could still have a different song. I mean, you could use like a different part of the song for a different movie or something. If you went back and you listened to our original entrance song before I changed it to have like um, the uh, new music in it, Duel of Fates was almost the entire entrance song for this podcast. Oh, nice. I really need to make a new entrance, yeah. but I love our entrance yeah. song so much. If I changed it, I think people would be mad at this point. I need to re-record my voice. Every time I listen to our entrance song, I, I'm like, man, can I be any less excited about what I'm talking about? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. No, there's a small chance. All right, question nine. How does Anakin blow up the Trade Federation control ship? I'm probably remembering this wrong, but I have an answer. How many times have you seen Phantom Menace? Let me ask that. Um, I don't know, maybe five, something like that. I would say I'm probably on the, in the exact same boat, and I still remember less than you. All right. What do you got? You got uh, an answer? By flying into it and launching some torpedoes at the, uh, the I believe it was a reactor. Is that what he did? I... I put from inside the hangar bay. Maybe that's just where he got into the ship. Yeah, he flew into the hangar bay and then... Alright, let's see here. Blows it up from the inside. Hits the power generator. Power generator. Was that from inside the hangar bay? I don't know. Did he enter in the hangar bay? I don't know. <laughs> you, I think you had the right idea. We'll give you that one. All right, uh, Lore, he would later tell this story to the 501st, giving them the same idea during the Battle of Umbara. Hence why Fives is the pilot of an Umbarium ship in Swaga. Interesting. Interesting enough, I remember that episode, and that makes total sense. I don't remember that episode. I remember when they added Fives' ship as the Umbaran starship, and I'm like, that is a direct call out to Clone Wars, and that is awesome. Huh. Interesting. I figured them being in the game would be a direct call out to Clone Wars, but well, I mean, Fives <laughs> might have been in the movies. <laughs> they just didn't. Well, that's say okay, that. Yeah, that's fair. Five Under First was in the movies. That's fair. You know. All right. Question ten. What is Qui Gon's dying wish? 
I'm writing this, but I'm going to say something very similar to what I wrote because I don't want to write it again. All right. Pretty sure you'll get this one, too. I wrote down teach Anakin, but basically take him on as a Padawan. Yep. Basically. That's basically what I put, too. Take, take Anakin and train him to be a Jedi. All right. There it is. Answer 10 for Obi-Wan to train Anakin. Lore, I'm sure it would all work. <laughs> uh, well, I, uh, the only one that I missed, I do believe, is, uh, is the Jabba one. And if, if, if we give you Simeon, give me the Jabba one, I was perfect this week. Yeah. If you get the, if you get the Jabba one and I got Simi. Somehow, um, you you let me put it this way: you got that answer semi-correct. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, that's an eight to ten. If we both are given the ones we got, wrong, we think we got wrong. If not, it's a nine to seven. Yeah. So, either way, I <laughs> and and I'm not even sure he's going to give me from inside the hangar bay. Yeah. So, well, it's not going to matter. Because you don't matter. Because I'm gonna open up chat because keep people were blowing me up. You did not get the uh, Palpatine one, so that one, that one doomed you. So yeah, I accidentally closed the freaking chat, so I can't see any of all the past messages. Joker says no. Fives was in the movie. He was still in training on Camino during Episode Two. Interesting. Right, makes sense. My favorite one was where. Was Ringer? Do you even Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Listen, supposedly Wink was ahead to this episode. I thought it should be tied. This is the episode where he took the lead in my okay. brain. Well, and I will give him the lead after this episode. I still think that la- that episode two was by tied. the end of it. It won't matter, sir. That's a noise I just heard. <laughs> All right, anyways. Uh. <laughs> All right, so everybody, we will be back next week for episode 231. It's so crazy to me how this is just a normal occurrence every week for me and you for, what is it? Is it four years or three it's, years? It's a lot of years. It's been a long freaking long, time. Long this time. is a normal occurrence every week. I cannot wait to jump on here onto Twitch record the podcast, hang out with Wink, hang out with the chat. This is just something we do every week that I absolutely love. So thank you, everybody in the Twitch chat for being here. Thank you, everybody listening to the audio podcast that made it this far. You guys are awesome. Please stop blowing me up about my Star Wars knowledge. Listen, everybody has their deficiencies, okay? (laughs) That's fair. Anyways... Next week is episode 231, and we will be right back at you. I would assume after a week of literally very little communication, we will have something new to talk about next week. If not, we are very good at finding things to talk about for, let me look at the recording here, two hours and 30 minutes. So (laughs) enjoy your weekend, enjoy your week, and we'll be back very, very soon. So thanks for hanging out with us. Catch you next week. Later. Later.